0: What factors do you consider as you prepare a scout for an upcoming opponent? Are you focusing on the things that are actually going to give your team the best chance of competing? In this episode, longtime basketball coach and current Wake Forest assistant Matt Woodley discusses how he prepares defensive scouts and shares ideas for how to prioritize information for upcoming games. defensive scouting an opponent your general thoughts and then also are we placing too much time on on looking at opponents should we all go with the john wooden i'm gonna just focus on my own thing i do feel like to an extent this is also one of those things where coaches have had success doing it one way like you mentioned earlier and so we're going to keep doing it this way my big thing and it's the reason why the podcast is called a quick timeout our time is at a premium and practice time is at a premium I don't care if you're at Division One or if you're at little don't middle matter. school. Time is at a premium. And then how do you guys, how, how have you done in your time as a head coach? And what do you guys do now there at Wake Forest?
1: So I think, number one, I think there's way too much time concentrated on the opponent. And the time that is concentrated on the opponent are set plays or like what these teams run in the half court. To me, scouting is, how is this team scoring? And that's how I want to practice what I do. I'll go watch a team. They're going to walk through 10-set plays. Listen, nobody scores in their plays. Very, very rarely. I mean, I would guess 10% of your points. Games are won in transition, fouling too much, not being able to guard the ball, overhelping. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that matter. And like, if you can do those things, I, I could go play somebody that I didn't, I never watched on film. And if I could do those things, I'd be, and I would get them ready to do those things in the game. To be preparing for the opponent is more of how does this team score? Like, is this a big middle pick and roll team? Is this a team that throws the ball in the post? Is this a team that you know screens off the ball? Like, is a motion type of team or whatever? You know, like what, what, whatever? Like, you gotta watch them. To see how they score and how they're getting their offense, and then I would just design actions in my practice where I'm going to get a ton of reps guarding. Like, because listen, if I keep getting hit in middle pick and roll, it doesn't matter. I could walk through four down, five side, two up, three down, as much as I want, and we're going to practice. We're going to switch this flex screen. They're going to run it twice. Like, why do I want to spend ten minutes of my practice over something that they're going to run twice in the game? I think it goes back to, kind of like the frequency of what this team's doing. Like, if this is a team that, if I'm playing Michigan State, I, I, I just take it back. Let's take a team in our league, North Carolina. They're the best transition team and the best offensive rebounding team in the country every year. They're like forty-some mm-hmm. percent offensive rebounding grade every year. If I don't rebound the basketball and run back on defense, I can go over anything they want. And that's going for I'm <laughs> going to get beat by thirty points. Right. So, like, to me, like, you can give your team – this is why I love the pros because there's not as – to me, it's, like, it's your – now you get into a playoff series that's different because you're going to play – They're playing so many teams.
0: They're playing so many games. You can't, yeah, you can't learn every play no, for when so you play five games a week.
1: I always feel like – I always felt, like, as a head coach, I thought we were really good at this when I was a head coach, was we're going to give our team three things, and that was going to be the emphasis. Hey, Listen. Number one, we got to sprint five guys back below the ball, and that was below the ball in transition. We're going to place Kim Anders, or Ben McCollum at Northwest Missouri State, great coach, the guy he coached in the league with. We got to sprint below the basketball. We got to have five guys. I was told, like, we have to play five-on-five five Saturday night. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we cannot get screened in any of their pick-and-rolls. They're a heavy pick-and-roll team. And then number three, whatever it could be like we are not going to over help off of Kyle Corver. like that mm-hmm. like like he is elite like he gets one step listen our first line of defense we're going to be like you you got to get there like that's our emphasis for this game and then all of our practice and everything is like those are the three things that they hear defensively that's like I always called it what's our mantra for the game this is our mantra Listen, guys, if they beat us on America's play and a give me backdoor play, like that's on coach. But like mm-hmm. I, if we take care of those other three, if we get beat on a back cut or they get us out of a timeout play, we're still going to win if we take care of those three things. Mm-hmm. I think so many coaches and scouting are so concerned about, oh, did you see the play they ran two weeks ago against DePaul? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, how are we going to guard that? For the ball better. I don't know. Like, it doesn't matter. Like if, if if Jimmy's guarding them, that means we didn't run back in transition and got matched up. So it really doesn't matter. You know, can I remind them out of a timeout? Hey, don't get back cut. Sure. That's great. Like, But like, I'm not going to spend, here's the other thing. I can't get our own players to remember 10 plays <laughs> stuff that we practiced since August. How can I get them in a two day prep period? And then I'm going to have some coaches and you know, Oh, we do this all the time. And that's why we win. And that, that may be, but like, I, I've worked for a lot of guys. Maybe a couple that are going to be in the Hall of Fame, guys won a national championship, final four coach, like it was just never really that important. And I oh and I firmly believe that. Like I just yeah. I feel like you got to give your team a mantra going into the game that they can number one understand and number two it's black and white. Like there's no gray area. Like I like what what gets measured gets done, right? Like mm-hmm. don't get screened and pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Five guys below the ball. And, like, to me, the mantra always was defensively, always started with offenses, don't turn it over. No pick sixes. Like, there's no defense for a live ball turnover. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I really answered your question, but I'm not walking through. First off, I got ADD, so I'm not walking through all that stuff. I'm going to walk through. If I'm going to take time to walk through things, I'm going to walk through a sideline out of bounds that I might need that night on offense or a late-game baseline out of bounds or something like that. Um, but I'm not going to walk through four down that Notre Dame runs twice a game. Don't care.
0: I think personally, like there are guys because I'm I'm one of these guys. And I probably did this more when I was younger, but I think they're, the coaches like that. Like the coach likes to know all the plays and knows sure. to whatever. And so he's going to tell all his players so that they know everything. But it's to your point, like my scouting reports went to like maybe one page, half of a page, if that, because like you said, they can't remember anything anyways. You all may do this too. The thing that my my thinking switched was, I'm going to teach my players how to guard actions throughout the course of the go. year. Yes. So that when a play, because I think too many times, like you said, we're worried about that one play that's going to kill us. But the reality is, even if it we've never seen that play before and they score off of it, I can the next time out say to them, hey, within that, they had a DHO to a down screen. We know how to defend DHOs and we know how to defend down screens. Let's not let that happen again versus this particular play, remembering all of the actions within it or remembering the play as a whole. And I think that that's like marathon versus sprint. Sprint says, I got to memorize this play, this play, this play, this play. Marathon says, I've got till March for them to learn how to defend DHOs, blur screens, throwing the ball into the post, whatever. It's actually going to help you in the long run. I think like we're hurting our players by going with a quick fix. Let's beat this one play.
1: Well, what happens is, is now you're not teaching your guys how to play. Yeah. Like we're not teaching them. Determine robots. Yes. And it's, and, and we, you know, a lot of things do it on offense. You you, don't, you can't do it on defense. And I think to your point, like I always had a thing of studying. And I think scouting, you can talk to guys and yell at the guys, hey, listen, you're going to get a down screen here. I think those things, that's good. Like the coach needs to know those things. But like, I'm not going to spend all this time walking through this stuff with our players. I think that's two right. different things. I think you have to be prepared as a coach. Hey, like out of a timeout, hey, John, listen, you, you're guarding Jimmy over here. They love running them off a baseline stagger, okay? No. Hey, just be ready for it. You know, like I think those things are good, but I think bogging them down with your practice time because now you – then that goes all the way back to the beginning of our conversation of like, I want to spend that time in closeouts. Like every coach talks about we just don't guard the ball very well. But if I go watch you practice, you may play one-on-one for five minutes. That guy may only <laughs> get three reps of one-on-one. But yeah. yet at the end of practice, we got a 15 minute walkthrough on what this team's gonna run on offense. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense. Like it just like yeah. I don't it doesn't yeah. correlate. And your scouting yeah. reports should go on from the time practice starts till now. And like I always said a I always said a thing like in my notebook, especially when I was a head coach, of like, here's the ten most common actions in the GLVC that I'm gonna see this year. Jury, Drury loves this action. Okay, that's mm-hmm. gonna be part of my shell drill. Bellerman Scott Davenport, Like he loved running this stuff. I'm gonna put that in there. Ben McCollum at Northwest Missouri, like he loved running this stuff. So I'd have this and we were practicing against that from September on. So like when the guys when it would happen, like they just knew what you know, they just knew how to play as automated. Like that, I was like when you can get your guys to to, to do it to when they till they can't get it wrong, then you're gonna be okay. And I, it just gives you the best chance to win, in my opinion.
0: If you're interested in more in-depth X's and O's breakdowns, be sure to subscribe to my A Quick Timeout newsletter. In each Sunday's newsletter, you'll get small-sided game ideas, play of the week, and expert coaching interviews with college, NBA, and professional coaches from around the world. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today for A Quick Timeout newsletter.